Hello and welcome in to Matt and the Mike special edition. This was episode two. It's kind of a special edition because uh, I kind of just did one a couple days ago. So, but some things are going on, and I figured uh, I figured I would go ahead and uh, put another one out there. Um, first of all, I'm using a uh, using a different uh, different tool here, a different app to to put my podcast out on the world. So, uh, recommended by a couple guys, uh, who do a podcast called the couch thoughts podcast, uh, recommended to me, it's uh, called anchor. So we're going to try it out, see how it goes. Um, and I had, I had a few good ideas for, for an episode. So I jotted some things down, went through and, and, and made it, made a pretty good show. And I figured I would, figured I'd put another one out. Um, but I wanted to start the, start the episode off. I just watched uh, my first first game of uh, Alliance of American Football. Uh, we had the San Diego Fleet taking on the San Antonio Commando Commanders, I believe. Yeah, Commandos. Yeah, one of those two. <laughs> two. Um, but you know, it was actually really good. I actually enjoyed the game. Uh, it was kind of nice not having a a team that I was rooting for necessarily. So, so that it was fun. Uh, th- there are some things definitely wrong with it that I can tell already. Um, there's some controversy too, as well. With the there was a big hit. Um, San Antonio Commandos is their name. There was a big hit um, from the San Antonio defense to to the uh, to the quarterback for the San Diego Fleet. Um, which in the NFL would have got someone kicked out. I mean, we saw Tom Brady get a roughing the passer with a touch to the shoulder, and this hit was brutal. Knocked the helmet off. But you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually okay with this. And and I was doing some thinking on it, and I'm okay with it because these guys sign up to do this. Okay, um, hits. I, I, I'm all for player safety. If you want to make helmets safer, pads safer, whatever you want, need to do to make the, these things work. But at the same time, you know what you're getting into. You're paid pretty well to do it. Now, these guys aren't paid quite as well as NFL players, but you're still getting paid pretty well to do it. And look, you got people who got here and sign up to be police officers who get shot in the line of duty. You got people who are firefighters who risk their lives every time they run into a burning building. We got guys who climb skyscrapers. You know, there's all kinds of dangerous jobs that people sign up to do, and this is one of the most rewarding there is. So on one end, I understand player safety, but on the other end, it's entertainment. You sign up for a contact sport, you're going to get a contact sport. And I'm, I'm glad there was no penalty on the play. I hope that when the XFL comes along, they follow suit as well. I grew up with big hits watching football. And, yeah, later in life you may suffer. But that's what you're signing up for. They know, now that we know, now before I see I see where guys who are older may have a point. But now that you know that this is a possibility, that that, that you can suffer CTE later in the years and you're still signing up to play now it's on you let them play the game of football but I really enjoyed this game now another 
Another problem that I had, uh, the quarterback situations. I can't even remember the name of both the guys. But, you know, not very well-known guys. A lot of interceptions, a lot of bad passes. I expected a lot more running, uh, and I didn't didn't see a whole lot of that. Um, I think play calling, not necessarily play calling, but the learning of the plays, I think was still a little shaky. Quarterbacks throwing the ball 20 yards away from guys. But I, but I think it'll get there. Um, it's first game. But it was still exciting, pretty good, pretty good game. I missed the the other game it was played. I I only got to see the one on on my local channel. Um, the the Atlanta Legends played Orlando Apollos, and the Apollos blew them out forty to six, I believe. Yep. So I didn't get to see that one. Kind of wanted to see it because uh, I'm a Longhorn fan and. Um, Garrett Gilbert is the quarterback for the Apollos, and he's he's the one that famously filled in for um, McCoy in the championship game against Alabama. That didn't really go our way. But, yeah, I wanted to touch on the Alliance of American Football uh, real quick, and, and I really I really did enjoy the game. And it was nice just to sit down and watch a football game, not rooting for anyone, just just enjoying football. And, and there's a game on tomorrow. At 4 o'clock, Memphis Express taking on the Birmingham Iron, and I'm going to actually check that one out. The Iron's got a pretty cool-looking cool team. I, I might be interested to see what they can do. And I believe Memphis has Hackenberg as quarterback. So so it should be it should be a fun game. Um, I'm definitely going to check that out. But, yeah, I want to touch on that before. I've got a little bit of a, a special edition, like I mentioned, too, in the very beginning there. Um so, what I wanted to do in this episode <coughs> was a <coughs> excuse me was a top ten list. That's something that I've done with other podcasts, and they're, they're usually pretty fun to do. <coughs> so, what I'm going to do is just dive on in to <coughs> what my top ten list is for this special edition of Matt and a Mike, episode two. A family of rulers who rule over a country for a long period of time. A family or team that is powerful or successful. We're talking about a dynasty. And we're going to do the 10 best ever. Now there's only one way to do this. The correct way. And that is to start with number 10. Number 10 on my all-time dynasty list is the Alabama Crimson Tide from 09 to 2018. Now, with Nick Saban at, Saban at the helm, they have won five championships, only losing twice, both times to Clemson. They have showed nothing but dominance year after year after year. People say they play a soft schedule, but they're there every year, and they're crushing people. You want to complain that they play a soft schedule, yet you want to see UCF play in the national championship game. The Alabama Crimson Tide of this now almost 10-year span, and it's going to keep going. Nick Saban recruits as well as anyone every single year. He coaches as well as anyone. He has these guys ready every week. So, I mean, I actually thought they might end up a little higher on my list, but the more I look through the through the ranks and of all the – the great dynasties that have ever been. 
I'm gonna put I have him at number ten on my list. But this this could change. It depends on how long Saban wants to coach. I believe he's sixty seven now. So a few more years, I could see him go a little higher on the list. But for right now, putting him in the number ten spot, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, might have some people a little upset with me at the, the number nine ranking on my list. Actually, you know what? I might have some people that actually like this because not a lot of people like this team or jealous of this team, may I say. Number nine on my list, the New England Patriots. From 2001 to 2018. Won six championships with Tom Brady's quarterback. And they've had nine appearances. Nine. We're talking about less than two decades. And the reign continues as they're now the champs again. So, the reason they're number nine on my list is, well, for one, there's a lot of great dynasties <laughs> the more you look into it. And for two, there has been issues. There's been deflate gate. There's been spy gate. There's been the tuck rule. One thing after another that has propelled them into this situation. Now, you can't let it completely take away from what they've done because, look, they're coached well. Whether people really want to believe it or not, Tom Brady is a good quarterback. So I had to, I had to put them in here. And this is another one, too, that I thought you know might go a little higher on the list. But... Yeah, number nine is where I'm going to land the New England Patriots. For all you fans out there or anybody that is not a fan, might be cheering at the moment. But six championships, nine appearances, 18 years, 17 years. That's pretty impressive. No matter no matter what what you know scandal they've had here and there. And I mean, like, come on, Deflategate. That one's just a bogus one. But moving on from the New England Patriots to a team that I actually like. Coming in at number 8 on my top 10 list of all-time dynasties is the Los Angeles Lakers. Now which one, you may be wondering. They've had a few dynasty teams, but I choose to go with the one that I watched personally. The 2000-2010 to Los Angeles Lakers that included uh, Kobe Bryant with Shaq, Pau Gasol, Derek Fisher, Robert Ory, Lamar Odom. These just the way that I grew up watching the Lakers, and I think it is actually most the the most impressive one. And I think it it would be the best team that the Lakers have ever put on the court. In my personal appearance in the in the 2000 to 2010 range, they had seven appearances in the finals. Kobe Bryant was 5-2 and two in those finals, along with Shaq for, for the spectacular three in a row that I watched, you know, just as a kid, just in amazement, being a Laker fan. So he wins three in a row with Shaq. That doesn't go they, – they go their own paths after that, which, you know, they've said before, if, if they had stayed together, then they believe they could have won a lot more, and, and, and I believe that as well. So – they did do the three in a row. They won two more with Powell. 
But you're talking about 10-year period here where you're there seven times, you know. And for for anybody wondering, I don't have the Warriors on my list. (laughs) Not yet. I I think when it's all said and done, they could be. But this Lakers team was special. It also included the 15-1 and postseason run with the only loss coming to the 76ers in the finals in the first game. The, the famous Allen Iverson stepping over, stepping over Lou uh, after he drains the shot. But them Lakers were special, and that's why I put them at number eight on my list. Now, number seven on my list, I didn't know anything about. Okay, I will be perfectly honest. I was I was researching dynasties in history, and I wasn't alive when this dynasty happened. Uh, so I knew nothing about it. But the more I read about it, the more impressed I was. So number seven on my list is USC baseball from 1958 to 1978. Coached by a man, and I hope I do not mess up his name, named Rod Didot, who coached for 40 years for USC baseball. That is unbelievable. <clears throat> and we're talking just about a 20-year span here from 58 to 78. They won 11 national championships. 11 in 20 years? That's incredible. Even in college baseball. Because it was actually more impressive if you think about college. Because you don't just get, you can't just get a Tom Brady and, and take him all 18 years of those. You have to keep recruiting. And this is, re- this is a really hard thing to do. It really is. But I respect it. And they won from 1970 to 74. They won five in a row. If you win five in a row championships in any sport, it's going to put you high up on my list. So at number seven, USC baseball, 1958 to 1978. Now, number six on my list, if my uh, Couch Thoughts podcast buddies are going to listen to this podcast, I know one of them is going to be pretty happy with number six on my list. Is the Green Bay Packers from 1961 to 1967. Now, in these times, the first three championships that they won, there was no Super Bowl at the time. But they did win the championship in 61, 62, and 1965. And then they followed that up by winning the first two Super Bowls. Obviously, people know Bart Starr. In the Green Bay history, winning the first two. The Green Bay Packers, just a tough, tough team, you know. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, Lombardi is the coach. And, you know, the Super Bowl trophy is now named after after Vince Lombardi. So the Green Bay Packers from 61 to 67, they were they were football in, in that time period, and they, they helped to make the Super Bowl what it is today with the coach. So at number six on my list, the Green Bay Packers. And the number five team, <clears throat> before I get to my number five, uh, five to one list, what I'm going to do is I had a couple honorable mentions that I wanted to throw out there. And, <laughs> and this is tough for me because, you know, like I said, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. So, and I struggled with this. But I knew that 
I couldn't do it just because I like them. So, an honorable mention on mine on my top ten all time dynasty list is the nineteen ninety two to ninety five Dallas Cowboys. They had they had the three headed monster. They had Emmitt Smith, Michael Irving, Troy Aikman, and the countless other names that you can name on the defensive end. They won three in a row. And and you know, that's that in itself in the NFL is is really, really tough to do. Um, so something you can, something you can't take away from them winning three <clears throat> three out of four years, I mean, never mind. <laughs> Not three. Three out of four years winning the winning the Super Bowl. I mean it's an incredible feat. But when you look at these other dynasties that I've had on this list, they just I just couldn't put them in there. Also, an honorable mention: the night the uh, Steelers of the nineteen seventy four to seventy nine season. They won four, and uh, Bradshaw winning four four championships. Didn't lose. They did not lose in the uh, in the Super Bowl. So, and then I'm going to follow them up with the eighty one to eighty four San Francisco Forty ers who also won four. Montana as quarterback. So we basically got <laughs> the dynasty from the 70s, 80s, and 90s in the NFL as my honorable mentions. And I did have a baseball team that was an honorable mention that I struggled and wanted to put in, but I didn't. The uh, 70, 1970s, 76 Reds, also known as the Big Red Machine, won three out of four in that time period. So and I think they were there. They were in, I believe. I want to say they were in five of them, but I can't. I can't remember. But yeah, but they were known as the Big Red Machine. So those are my honorable mentions: the uh, Cowboys of the '90s, the Steelers of the '70s, the Niners of the '80s, and the the Cincinnati Reds of the '70s. So back to the top ten all-time dynasty list, we have. Coming in at number five, the 91-98 to 98 Chicago Bulls. Six-time champs, two three-peats, and here's the kicker. If Jordan wouldn't have left, they may have won everything in the 90s. You know, I mean, there may never have been any gap. I mean, they could have won, they could have just won every one of them, you know, and but it's so impressive when you when you go back and look at Jordan, the fact that he was gone and still did the things that he did. It's so impressive. And I mean, people want to knock on Kobe for he copied Jordan. He did this. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? Why do why do why do people not want to strive to be Jordan? And man, it's so impressive to three Pete in basketball is impressive enough. But he did it twice, two times. He's the GOAT. Michael Jordan is the forever GOAT of the NBA. There's just no denying it. Coming in at number four on my list, we go from the GOAT of basketball to the GOAT of hockey. Wayne Gretzky and the Edmonton Oilers from 1984 to 1990. Now this is insane. From 84 to 90, they won in 84, in 85, in 87, in 88, 
and 90. Unreal. They were the first team to have three players who scored 50 goals. Obviously, Gretzky, um, Anderson, and Curry, I believe, were the guys who did that for the for the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know a ton about, you know, about this stretch for the Oilers. But, man, that's impressive. And and, and the same thing, is it goes back to the Bulls, is that Gretzky's the best to ever do it. I mean, he's just the best to ever do it, and it's the proof's in the pudding there with with uh, winning what five championships over the span of six years. Unbelievable! All right, now we're gonna slide on over to the number three spot, where, where this is another this is another dynasty that I'm you know a little bitter to say because I'm a Chicago Cubs fan and. We did win it all a couple years back. The drought is over. But my gosh, we waited over 100 years. These guys here, they just reload and reload and reload. I'm talking about the Yankees. But the, 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 okay, so they've had a couple. They've had a couple dynasties as well. But for me, I chose the 1936 to 1951 Yankees. Those Yankees won 10 championships in that time period. Joe DiMaggio, now this guy, okay, he only won nine of those. You know why? Because he left and went to World War II, then came back and won more. And you know what's even more impressive? Is that Yogi Berra, in the 50s and 60s, he won 10 titles for the Yankees. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, the Cubs couldn't get a sniff of the championship. But we got one now. <laughs> we got we actually have have one more recently than the Yankees. So I'm gonna deal with that. Just swallow my pride and accept that the Yankees in in a, in a totality are, are one of the greatest franchises, you know. In, in, in the history of sports, you know, the, them, the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, there's one and one A right there. This next franchise that I'm going to speak on, oh, I have to take a drink for this one. Don't worry, it's just water. This next franchise is one that I'm not too fond of, okay, more than the Yankees. Even more than the New England Patriots. The Boston Celtics. From 1957 to 1969, there is no denying that they ruled that era. Okay. Led by Russell. 11 championships. From 57 to 69, 11 championships. Let that sink into your brain for a while. People can say what they want. The league wasn't as big, players weren't as good, but they still dominated. It, you take nothing away from the fact that they dominated. Dominated so much in the fact that they won eight in a row. Can you imagine a team winning eight in a row nowadays? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We won't see it again. I, I, there's just there's too much sports now that we, we won't see it again. But I'm not going to dwell on it too long. Everyone should know the Boston Celtics history. 
and and the fact that they have <clears throat> they have one more championship than the Los Angeles Lakers, which I hope that we uh, I hope that we get it together and at least tie that thing up before long. Moving on to number one on my list, the number one dynasty of all time. Talking about UCLA basketball, from 1964 to 1975. Talking about a 12-year period here. They won a staggering 10 championships in 12 years. Coach Wooden, they won seven straight at one point. Almost got that Celtics. (laughs) Seven straight. They had four undefeated seasons. They won 88 games in a row. 88 games in a row. Unbelievable. 88 in a row. Four undefeated seasons. And, of course, at this time, through these stretches, and this is what I was talking about earlier with USC baseball, is, you know, these aren't the same guys. This is recruiting, coaching, it's incredible what they did. Now, they did have great talent. I mean, they, they, they led by the bigs. So this was the, the era of the big man, as you as you can tell from the Celtics and, and Russell and, and Wilt. So this is the era of the bigs. So we had Bill Walton uh, as one era and uh, Lou Alcindor. And if you don't know who Lou Alcindor is, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So... Number one on my list has to go to UCLA basketball. They just dominated like no other team has dominated before or since. So, going back to my list one more time. Number 10, Alabama, 2009 to 2018. Number 9, New England Patriots, 2001 to 2018. Number 8, the Los Angeles Lakers, 2010 to two, 2000 to 2010. Number seven, USC Baseball, from 1958-1978. Number six, shout out Rocky, the Green Bay Packers, 1961-1967. Number five, the Chicago Bulls, 1991 to 1998. Number four, the Edmonton Oilers, from 1984 to 1990. Number three, New York Yankees, 1936 to 1951. Number two, the Boston Celtics, 1957 to 1969. And number one on the list, like we just like we just discussed, UCLA basketball, 1964-1975. So that's my list of all-time top ten dynasties. So. You got any any uh, any concerns? Anything you think that uh, I messed up on there? A team you think I left out? Just let me know. I'm gonna post this on a bunch of different forums. That's uh, that's kind of why I switched over to Anchor here. Um, what it does is it it sends it sends it out to several different platforms, which is pretty cool. I mean, hopefully it works out for me. I'm trying it here, but that's it. I'm um, nearly at my 30 minute mark. I'm I'm just wanted to say I'm really excited for the Alliance of American Football to happen tomorrow. Um, got a game on at 4 o'clock, I believe it is. I'm definitely going to be watching that. I think we got some Lakers basketball tomorrow, so 
Yeah, plenty to do. Um, and like I said on the first show, I'm, I don't. I'm just planning on doing these once a week. Um, I think I've been two days in between, <laughs> in between these. So you know, it is what it is. If something comes up, like I said, I'm, I'll put another one out there. I mean, if you want to listen, listen. I mean, I like to do it. So for Matt and the Mike, I'm gonna sign off. Peace.